Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. It's time for episode 17 of Down the Wire, and I have no intro, so this will supplement my intro. Coming at you, Down the Wire. All right, episode 17, oh baby. It's so early. It is so early. It's 9.45 <laughs> on a holiday. That's on a like, holiday. It's like 11.45 on a holiday. I'm not wearing day. underwear. I'm not. Well, I am. Yeah, you but are. I but guess... I literally, I, I dressed up in the most schleppiest outfit ever and like came over to do all this. It's it's so early. <laughs> well, we got to get the the yeah! blood flowing, energy up ah, high, yeah, 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 okay? Because it's, oh, whoa, all right. So well, you were blowing, blowing your nose. Blowing okay, nose. good call. What did you think it was? Well, the motion you made wasn't no, necessarily. No, I, I was blowing it onto the floor. It looked like you were me. inhaling through the nose. No, I was blowing it onto the floor. Oh, snot rockets! Yeah, those man. are so gross. I, you know what? Can anyone even do that? Actually, oh, dude. Yes. I can't. I cannot yes. do that. I cannot I can think of, rock it. I can think of at least three people. Can you? No, I cannot. I can't do it. But I, one of the people that I know, uh, Alex, front desk dude, comedy sports. He can? He's got a deviated septum. Oh. So that thing just comes out chunky. Uh, so it's like a whole rock just yeah. coming out? That's yeah. so gross. But I also know yeah. a couple wrestlers that can do that too, which... I don't know if they have deviated symptoms, but chances are if their symptom wasn't deviated, it is not. I don't know how you... Yeah, that's got to be the reason why they can do it, is something's just messed up already. Well, Because yeah. I can't. There's no. no way. No. Can you practice that? Uh, Maybe? There's probably like a Guinness World Record for like... Like, like look, I might get like a, like a good one in there, and I could just like... Ugh. But it's never... It's never like rocket level. No, I can't. No, do no, anything. they're more like rock. I couldn't even blow my nose until like three years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just like couldn't get the science down of it. Like the you had to close science. one nostril and then go, and then close the other one and then go. You know. 
Sure. I, I don't know. You gotta you gotta have the force though. Maybe we should get back to the sports part of our sports. These are sports. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Snot Rocket should be an Olympic event. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Pretty slow week other than the NBA playoffs. Happy Memorial Day. Happy everyone. Memorial Day, though. And we still work on Memorial Day. You still work. I do have to go to work after this. Yeah, That's why literally. we're recording in the morning. So yeah. we're definitely gonna miss the biggest news in twelve hours Probably. from now on. Probably. But we are recording about like seven hours early. Yeah. So that's probably gonna come back to bite us in the ass. Sure. But whatever. We'll go from there. Shorties. So uh Start off you... start off with the beginning of the week, man. Did you see I, I we kinda talked about him personally, but Julio Jones getting ambushed by Shannon Sharp on Fox. Dude, that was such BS, man. Yeah, I mean, I listened to the conversation like initially and I thought Man, Julio doesn't really sound like he was. Like, he sounds very chill right now. Right, he's not. And then I found out that he had no clue. That's what I mean. That should be like Shannon Sharp's got to get in trouble for something about that. Oh, he that, definitely right? is. I mean, because I haven't heard anything about it. There's been nothing going around. But you know, it's also hilarious that he caught him. He he caught him so nasty. Oh, I'm out that place. I'm out of here. Whatever well, he said. Well, no kidding, because he thought he was having a private conversation, man. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying it was funny. I'm not saying it was right. Yeah. Oh, and then on top of that, just to like, like throw the fact that he's on the air right at the end, like li- literally, Julio, I'll call. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We're on the air. Well, but damn, at that what? point, at that point, you probably should have just <laughs> been like. No, don't even tell well, them. Now I hear that uh, Fox is going to get in serious trouble. Well, yeah, that's got to be with the NFL. Yeah, the the, the NFL and even um, the like, players' association is probably pissed I, right now. I'm talking. I'm talking about like federal. Oh problems yeah, because they did not disclose that. So that's like the FCC I mean. is going to be all on them. That's and then no no reason they shouldn't be. So. Because that, that's messed up. I get it. it it's messed up. you got to let the guy know he's on an interview. But then again, why would you just be Skyping Shannon Sharp while he's in a tux? You know what I mean? No, they wasn't Skyping. He called him on the phone. Oh, it was? I thought it was a Skype no, message. No, no. They just straight up called him on the phone. Oh, yeah. Then that's extra messed up. Yes. I, if you couldn't tell, I don't watch Skip and Shannon because why would I watch Skip and Shannon? It's pretty awful. Yeah, I, I have no interest in watching Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp talk all the time. Shannon Sharp seems like a decent enough guy. Seems like a cool dude. Skip Bayless, I want nothing to do with Skip Bayless. No, so. Skip Bayless, I mean, he just plays for media right play. exactly and after he's you know out here posting his shirtless pics on instagram like oh. i'm done with skip Bayless. Oh. so but julio jones he does have a new favorite it seems like he's in the a, trade buzz man there's a lot of teams that are just uh perking up for julio uh, i assume we're talking about seattle now, seattle which and, makes complete sense but honestly does it like, why do they, I mean, do they need another wide receiver over there? They got Lockett and Metcalf. But if you had Julio to that, holy shit, Russell I mean, Wilson, that, like, what that is opens he going to do? That opens up uh, one of the two. And it would be so Seattle to just not get an offensive lineman and just to get another receiver. Again, it offense, still makes too. Russell Wilson happy. I still think that Baltimore is going to be my team 
for that one. I, I think I would rather him go to Baltimore. I think it would work better. I think it would be a better fit. He gets to be a number one and, out there. And, and hey, man, we talked about it last week by my Green Bay Packers idea. They just talked about how they would uh, consider a second-round pick now. For Julio. Yeah. I would give up a second-round pick for Julio I'm all day. You, I'm telling all you. Day. Jordan Love, second-round pick, fifth-round pick. Or fourth-round is what I said last week. Hey, but did I think you he, see Aaron Jones was talking good about Jordan Love? Yeah, he said he was on point. That's what I mean. But he also didn't have the top five wide receivers there. That's also fair. But they were making a lot of... I guess. You, can't, you of, also can't come out and be like, oh, yeah, Jordan Love was fucking ass on well, practice this week. So, Well, and kind of mixing these two stories together, we went from the Julio uh, interview to the Packers talk. So let's talk about the Packers interview. Once, one more quick thing. Oh, Julio Jones' name is Quintoris Lopez-Jones, actually. I love it. Quintoris Lopez. I love Quintoris Lopez. Yeah, that's a that's a name in itself. And, yeah. and where do you get Julio out of that? Hey, man, keep it simple. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's probably, I don't know. Anyway, go but dude, segue. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had that interview with Kenny Mayne. I saw that where as well. He was blitzed out of his brain. Had to be. Had to be. I mean, uh, dude, look at the... Look at this photo right here. What is going also, on? Also, not a fan of long hair Aaron Rodgers. No, he looks really douchey. Like greasy. Hi, my name's Kelly. Yeah, exactly. Like, Let's go catch some waves, dude. <laughs> and sing karaoke like Taylor uh... Swift. Because he also got caught doing that. Yeah, exactly. He's uh, a, while he... he was hanging out with like the Divergent cast. Like, not just, not just his wife. But, like, other people from the Divergent cast. Well, he doesn't hang out with his family, He's so... Oh, wow. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, yeah, dude. A- Aaron Rodgers gave a really pathetic and yet still strange interview. Well, he also kind of feels like, at this moment, he is untouchable. Well, Aaron Rodgers is... He doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks about him. No. If he's being a diva... Or prima donna, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he's out here in Hawaii, living his best life with and, his fiance now. And you know what? It came out last week. I think right before we did uh, the tapings for our last show, that he had been actively contacting players about going into free agency this year or next year or whatever, and trying to make a super team. Did you see that? Aaron Rodgers being the quarterback for a super team makes perfect sense. But, but he actively was trying to to set that shit up. Why not bring like, him to Green Bay, a-hole? He's never done that in Green Bay. Yeah. I, you know, and then everyone always says like, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers is just soft-spoken. And, uh, but he really does love Green Bay. Does no, it he? doesn't sound like and it after If he's that. trying to, to court other teams and other players to other teams. Well, no quarterbacks ever played 17 seasons in Green Bay. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers have all done 16 well, years. he'll be here for his 17th season. He won't, he may or may not be playing, but Gudikins has already said he is not trading him. Which I don't get at this point either, too. Well, here's the thing. If there Jordan is... Love was your guy, Goody, no, and no, you no. traded up to get him, and Aaron wants out, why not get the draft capital back for him? Yes, you do get the draft capital back, but you don't do it at the beginning of the season. You do it at the end of the well, season. Well, tomorrow is the the start of the new season yes. officially, and the cap hit changes yes. drastically. Yes. So this next week is going to be probably pretty big in Aaron Rodgers' I, news. I'm I telling assume. you though, they do not they do not do anything at the start of the season because 
as soon as they trade him to somewhere else, that team gets what four wins better. Yeah, probably. Thus, making their draft stock worse. But at the you do it at the end well, of right. the season. They should have got some draft picks that were already solid. Yeah, locked if in. you would have did it at the beginning, uh, uh, before the draft, when Denver had what the seventh overall, pick? seventh or eighth or something, something like, like that? that. Okay, well now it's the seventh or eighth overall pick. But if you trade him to Denver now for you know first round picks, now he now those first round picks instead of being seven or eight become what? At least, at the very best, like 18, 15, yeah, 16, maybe something around oh, there. Dude, that's twice as bad. Well, that's why you have to make trades with teams who own other picks, too, during this trade. Well. To get just completely. Right. Who? who? I think Vegas. Doesn't Vegas have Chicago picks or something like that? Uh, Maybe, still. They, yeah. For... I think Khalil Mack Mack got traded a long time ago, man. I'm telling you, I think they still have Chicago picks. And I know he wouldn't go there, but Miami would be a good one right now. Something like that. Or just say, fuck it, and trade him to Houston, and then their team is 5-11 already right there. (laughs) So it'd be something like that. But I did see that, and uh, Kenny did have a nice little outro where he told Aaron Rodgers to F off in a joking manner. You know, well, except you know, everyone in Green Bay is right. being literal. But it was F also off Aaron. It was also something that was a little bit. Uh, it was tasteful in the moment. Yeah, for sure. It was tasteful for him to say "fuck off." To very we tasteful. need to stop being so professional all the time. Are you kidding me? Oh, we're anything but. Oh, we're not. I'm not saying <laughs> we as us. I'm saying we as a collective society. Just relax a little bit. But the overall interview with Kenny was very uh, underwhelming. It was milk toast at best. Yeah, and basically, he he got into that little diva mode. You know, he said that like, uh, you know, they they had a, a plan for the future, but then I won the MVP, which kind of threw a wrench in the plan. Oh, okay, that might have done it. Sure, you. You did that. Aaron Aaron is, I don't know, man. He's not a Packer. There's no way. He's not playing again. Right? What's your percentage uh, right now? Percentage, 0 to 100 percent he plays another game for the Packers right now. Mm, not traded, not on the team, plays another game for the Packers. What's your percent? I'm going to go 60%. He's playing another game for the Packers. Yep. More likely than he's not playing another game. I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. That would be nuts. I, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to hold out, if anything. I think I think he... I think Jeopardy in. is more appealing to him than Green Bay. Yeah, we'll kind of wait and see. The, it, depending on how the Packers do this year, too. We still have a ways to go until the season. It's so yeah, sad. It's so sad. It's really boring. But <laughs> it's in. we are in baseball season. Yep. And I wanted to bring something up here because I think we owe the listeners a little bit of an apology. Uh-oh. Just a little bit, maybe. Well, I forget. No, we didn't forget anything, but we did pretty much start this whole podcast off from the beginning slandering Albert Pujols. Yeah. And he just keeps hitting home runs. He just keeps hitting them. Yeah. He just got one robbed the other day, but he has eight on the year now, which would be, until yesterday, would have been tied for first with the Brewers, by the way. Osviel Garcia hit his ninth yesterday. (laughs) But Albert Pujols... He's now got 670 career homers, just like that. 
And we were just talking about him like he's probably not going to get any more. Remember, we were, we were, were we talking about... Didn't uh, we say, like, over or under was, like, eight? No, we were at a push right um, now. We were talking about more <laughs> more Albert Pujols home runs or more no-hitters thrown. Oh, and we're <laughs> well, right that's there. That's you said. But we're still... Okay, but there was an, wasn't there another no-hitter? Probably not, actually. No, no, there was not. Okay, but there's now seven. Pulling shit there's out your seven ass. including Mad Bums. Yes. That's seven to eight. We are right neck and neck <laughs> right now. This is going to be... An You're electric right. Season. You're right. Pujols isn't hitting a single home run for the rest of the season. Okay, but how many more is he hitting? Ten? I don't know. Uh, but uh, another big, big story with runs. The MLB has hit their two millionth run. Really? Did you not hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Yes, Josh Donaldson knocked it in this uh, past week. Nice the bringer of rain. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for the for the twins, uh, I bet you didn't know where he was playing. I did know where he was playing. Oh, they played him opening day, the Brewers, and, and he got hurt. I want to know between the what was it the what what was the other the story about the player? Was it like the oh the twentieth thousandth twenty thousandth player twentieth thousandth? Why did I, I say it like that? <laughs> the twenty thousandth player and the two millionth run, and we have barely heard anything. The MLB has the worst marketing department of all time. Honestly, I thought the 20th, tw- I can't, 20,000, 20, 20,000, okay, that 20, 000, right. yeah, that's what I mean, <laughs> 20,000th player was insane to me. I would have thought for sure there was way more players Isn't in the two, history of baseball. Wouldn't you think that there would be more than 2 million runs? That's a lot of runs. That's a hundred years. That's like, okay, we're like 120 years of MLB. How many years have the MLB been around? Like 1900, they start keeping stats and shit like that. Like, who really cares about 1897 numbers at the same time? Well, I don't know if they're logged in until 1900, I thought, though. I think they have stats from, like, the 1800s, but 1900s when well, they start they the would MLB. Still have, they still would have the score of games. I guess. In maybe. which, then you still have to count the runs, right? But I don't know when the MLB was really started, I guess, off of that. We should probably look that up. But, yeah, 2 million runs seems like a lot. I think that seems like a good amount. Here, when was the MLB started? Okay. And the millionth run came in 1975. Damn. Okay, Eight- 1869. Okay, now does that seem ridiculous? Now does 20,000 players seem does more it, ridiculous d- too, though? How ridiculous does this sound? A million runs from 1869 to 1975 and another million from 1975 to 2021. That's To be fair, 1975, though, it also sounds weird when you're like, that's 45 years ago. <laughs> that's weird. That's really weird. When you when I I mean it was always like two thousand was like the growing up kind of like oh yep you can do the math from there it's like twenty and some but now it's like holy shit that's a long ass time ago I mean they they tried though like back then uh, there were they were doing countdown clocks reaching to that millionth run really yeah there was like a promotional thing with it too oh then what the hell was the MLB doing now why why weren't they uh, getting that. Plug, when is Rob man? Manfred getting fired? Because it's man. gotta like who can fire him? There's it, like a board, right? Well, 
I would, assume, I would assume the owners probably have some it's, say in it. He's got to go, man. He's done nothing good. He got you know, saved that, that by the Cubs winning the World Series. That first season, and that's it. I was so hyped for Rob Manfred. I thought for sure he was going to do something. Like, so, like be a similar Adam Silver type. Yeah, a little bit different. And boy, was I wrong. He's worse than Bud Selig. It's not even close. Well, yeah. Bud Selig did what he tried to do. At least he attempted new things. Yeah. You know, despite them not being... He also promoted steroids, and that was, like, so much more fun. Uh, you know what? It was. It was. It was. I, I, say what you want. Uh, maybe not full-blown steroids, but let's get back to some type of performance. When, when do you think... Like, do you think these pitchers... Like, they're throwing 102 now, today, like, all day. And if they... Well, they're not on steroids. Like, what if they were on steroids? Like, we're seeing 105, 106 mile an hour pitches, maybe? Like, Aroldis Chapman, juice him up a little bit? Come on. That's like 108 coming at you. Yeah. We should really get consider it. Yeah, and thought. Speaking of Rob Manfred uh, and whether or not he keeps his job, it's all going to be another thing that's going to be dependent is his handling of Marcel Ozuna being a total shitbag of a person. What did Marcel Ozuna do? You didn't hear this? He got arrested. He just got arrested over the weekend for strangling his wife after he threw her against a wall. Oh, that was yesterday. Yeah. I did not see this. Why didn't I see this? Yeah, uh, That's when he got arrested. But they've been talking about that for, I think, since Thursday. Mm. Yeah. What a piece of shit. And you know what? to kill his wife during argument. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And all in front of witnesses as well. What is he doing? You're making eight, his salary is 18 million. Grabbed his wife by the neck and threw her against the wall. Yeah. He that's straight just... up chokeslammed her into like, uh, uh, what, plaster. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing there. Piece of garbage. And you know what? Uh, he can be out of my sport. Yeah, I don't out care. altogether. He, he don't matter. Bye. That's fine. We don't need Get any of that. Here. And you know what it happened with Ozuna, Mar- uh, Roberto Ozuna, like a couple years ago now, and he still hasn't even played yet. So good for them. That's one thing. Baseball's thing? doing. Well, he did a domestic abuse of some oh. nature over there, but Wonderful. yeah, they uh, they yeah, there's no need for that. It's just ridiculous. Brewers have been hot though. Brewers have been real they, hot. What they swept the Nationals? Hey, they've won four in a row. Good, good for them. Brandon Woodruff looks nuts. Well, he's been nuts all season. Freddie Peralta, nuts. He's been nuts all season as well. You know, Burns back. Uh yeah, but he's just he's still lingering the injury kind yeah, of thing. Okay. He needs to. He probably should just take another two weeks or something, and then get him back when he's a hundred percent kind of thing. But yeah, but, uh, the Brewers, man. The last hey. That midseason trade they made uh, was kind of working out for. Did them. we not talk about that? No, because it wasn't that big of a trade. Uh, yeah, Willie Adamas was a big enough name to talk about. That is not a big name. He's been a guy in their, not their farm system, but a young guy that they really wanted to try to work out. And then they just ended up getting, I think, three shortstops in the Rays organization were in the top, like, 75 prospects. So it was like... But he really wasn't even a prospect. He, he well, no, not anymore. Year. But no, it was he, like a couple years ago, I think. Now they they, were, but they, they also uh, broke down their... Uh, bullpen and gave up some of their two of their biggest guys. Well, Fire Rosenhaus and uh, JP Fire Eisen. Fire Eisen getting getting rid of him, I was a little scared about because he was the only guy in the bullpen who could do anything at a point this well, year. Drew, uh, what the hell is Rasmussen? Rasmussen. 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 Rosenhaus. Roadhouse. I don't know. Yes. Uh, Drew 
Rasmussen. Um, I mean, he was still doing work for him too. It wasn't as good as JP Fireisen, but I'm surprised. And Fireisen was a UW Stevens Point guy. And, also, and with that trade, we can fully say that the trade with the Padres complete L was the biggest L of David Stern's. Yeah, big career. L. To just give up uh, Trent Grisham for Luis Urias. And not just Trent Grisham, but Zach Davies, who also pitched uh, phenomenally last season. And mm. uh, last I heard was doing pretty well for the Cubs this season. He is. He is. Yeah. I know. I, but Zach Davies was pretty trash for us. No. Yeah. No, no way. No. But, Maybe okay. he just hit puberty now. I'm sorry. Because he looked look, like he was Look at that Brewers rotation right now. I like it. Brr. I do. The you first mean, three are studs. Okay, what about those The first last? three are studs. And I'll take Adrian Hauser because he's done pretty good. He's all right. And but Brett that, Anderson and Eric Lauer can switch off the five spot. I'm you, cool with it right now. Would you rather have... You're uh, just not going to get five studs. You never are. No, but if you had Zach Davies over those two... Maybe. Maybe now. Now. Definitely. But not when he played for us. He was pretty trash for us. Trent Grisham was a... That was an impulse sell. That yeah. he, he, he messed well, they, up they the really like, NLDS. They like and, uh, I mean, clearly that was... He, he messed up the NLDS, and they were like, get him out of here. Don't want him here anymore. And you know what? That was an impulse sell. Shouldn't have done that. Sure. But I think they did the same thing with Alcides Escobar and Lorenzo Cain a couple years ago. No, that was to get Zach Greinke. Right, but... That's, then look at what they, they... At least they got something out of that. I think they, they, got, knew didn't they get Greinke for was... like two and a half years. Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with that? They didn't do anything else. Two man. and a half years of Zach Greinke's a lot. I guess, but they didn't re-sign him or anything. Stop it. What? Stop it. Go go get your guy okay. that you want to uh, keep. What have, you know, how many times have you heard the praise of the CC Sabathia trade? That's fair, and but that CC was, was different. Bro CC was like the biggest pitcher in Brewers history. Stop it. Both literally oh, and metaphorically. That might be true. But stop it. That you got more out of Zach Greinke than you did in half a season with CC Sabathia. Ooh, yes. Ooh, yes. CC Sabathia was getting Cy Young votes for half a year, which is absolutely ludicrous. But he was nuts that he year. Was nuts. He was nuts. I think his ERA was under two back in like 2010. And that was the year they lost to the Cardinals, right? And no, they, that was they. That was the so the Brewers made the playoffs like three times. Well, before Yelich got here, now it's a little different, but. The first time they made the playoffs was, I think, like, 08. Yes. And that was with Ryan Braun, Prince Fielder, Ben Sheets, Jeff Supon, Dave Bush type brewers. Yeah. Then we go to, like, 2011. Yes, and that's the And that was with... not CC Sabathia. CC was not? the first one. Yeah, we had an eight? Yes. Oh. That's what I'm saying. He was nuts that year. Okay. I miss CC. 2011, uh... Zach Greinke? And Giovanni Gallardo. Uh, I can name the whole rotation. Ready? Sean Markham, Randy Wolf, Chris Narvison. Boom! Yay. They were studs. Randy Wolf was my dog, dude. Could throw like 48 miles an hour. Oh! Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the Brewers look all right. The uh, Brewers look all right. Also, Dan Vogelbach. Um, Javier Baez. Did you see that? That was the... The Pirates... I don't care what your record says. You're now the worst team in baseball for having that happen to you. That was crazy. Every time you watch that play, something <laughs> new got found out also that would make it worse. The longer you watched it, the worse it got. If you're not... Go ahead it and explain the play if no one saw it. No, go... Okay, no, well, it's... first of all, uh, was it a drop third strike or a ground ball? It was a ground ball to third base, okay? 
ground ball to third base. I don't know who fields it on the Pirates because I didn't watch the game. And I don't know who the third baseman is for the Pirates. Okay? Throws the ball to first base a little off the mark. Okay? Not a terrible throw. Just a little off the mark. Pulled the guy off the base. I don't know who the first baseman is for the Pirates because I didn't watch the game. And I don't know who the first baseman is for the Pirates. There is two outs. And there was a runner on second base. Will Craig is the Pirates' first baseman. Sure. Sure it is. Okay? (laughs) Will Craig? He has two first names. Stupid. Craig anyway. has a last name. Is is Ugh, odd. with a K? No, C. Ugh. Even more well, gross. Well, that's that's more regular. Hey, I'm Carl with a K. So you know what I mean. C sounds. I don't like them. <laughs> All right. Anyway, he gets pulled off the base and near the baseline, and Javier Baez runs back to home plate, which I've never seen before. Anyway, before this, but I guess it's not illegal. And everyone just kind of went with it like, it's probably not illegal. I mean, why would you do it? But, yeah, you probably can. And instead of just tagging first base to end the inning, he chased him back to home plate very lackadaisically. Is that the word? I think that was the right pronunciation. Yeah, lackadaisical is... Sure. I put a Lee at the end there, but... And he throws the most... The guy from second base, meanwhile, is now rounding third, heading home. Wilson Contreras. Heard that name before, at least. Right? And he throws the ball so late to home that he was safe. And Javi Baez then runs to first base. And now there's a foot race to first base between the pitcher and Javi Baez. Yep. They then throw the ball past first base. And Javi Baez gets a double out of that play. Yeah. He's a magician. No, the other people are idiots. I mean, you know what? Kudos to him for coming up with running away. But why are you not stepping on first? There's two outs the whole time during this. Two outs. And this guy just didn't step on first base. Avoided the whole thing. Anthony Rizzo was clowning him in the dugout, too. I saw that. It was just ridiculous. I, I hate it, and it's the Cubs. Javi Baez is fun to watch. Sure. Okay, it's great. Yeah, it looks like, you know, the Cubs started off the season so poorly, and they were having those issues with uh, going into next season about potentially trading all of their stars. You know, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Chris Bryant, Bryant, Javi Baez. Guess what? They're not trading it now. No, I love... They're doing very well. And you know what? I don't want to root for the Cubs ever. I don't want to. But I really like David Ross. I think that's a cool manager. I feel like that would be a cool manager. I, don't, I feel like David Ross is like sitting in the corner playing his Game Boy. Like David Ross just seems like a cool dude, though. It's like a real cool dude. And they a little bit younger. I mean, he looks like he's 58, but I think he's probably like 41, 42, probably, probably around there. Probably something like that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Steve Nash, 47. You know that? I didn't know he was that old. He hasn't played in since like 2015. I know, but, but still, wait, it's probably earlier than uh, later than that. 2015 was his last year. Actually. Was it really? Yeah. Damn, I'm I surprised. Know. I pulled that That's out of my hands. But yeah, David Ross, cool guy. Cubs, stupid play. Pirates, you should move to Charlotte or something. Uh, Just get you out of there. Let's. We we brought up Steve Nash. Let's go to the NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. Talk about everything that has transpired. The Bucks are the first team moving to the second round. Damn straight they are. And I think we can safely cement uh, and, and agree with Jason Tatum. Tyler Hero was merely a bubble fraud. He looks like a bum. Dude. 
Where did Jason Tatum say that? You didn't hear it? No. Oh, yeah, Jason Tatum. Okay. Tatum wrote it. Well, him. just in case anyone, uh, you know, is listening that doesn't know who we are, which I doubt, but I went to high school at a same, the rival, not the rival, but in the same conference as Tyler Hero when he was there. We are the same age. And we used to talk all that shit to Tyler Hero. And... He was going to go to Wisconsin. He then pulled out and went to Kentucky. Cool. You know, throw some snake memes at him for fun, but good for him. He would have never been in the NBA if he went to Wisconsin. Not going to happen. Not like this, at least. But, man, it's kind of, he was kind of crazy last year and it pissed me off. I was like, he's not that good. I promise you he's not that good. My, one of my best friends held him to four points his last game at Cudahy. Four. Four, and yet he's dropping thirty-five while he's next to Jimmy Butler. What? Yep. Come on, man. So this this all happened uh, last season, though. Uh, it was a, a YouTube mini series where they were talking about the the NBA culture in the the Orlando bubble, and they talked to a bunch of different uh, teams, oh, okay. different okay. players. But Tatum threw uh, some shade at opposing players who he believed were acting different in the bubble. Mm. And it, obviously, it, you're, you're not allowed to name names, right? You'd be, uh, you'd be you'd accosted. You'd kind of be, yeah, something around those words. But there is a lot, a large contingency that people believe he was talking about Tyler Hero, who is also doing that same miniseries as well. What a fucking... Oh, but, but I mean, what did he do? What, what did he do in this year's playoffs what did he do for this season nothing because if, if sophomore I look it slump up, nasty oh my god tyler hero's stats were atrocious i mean he right? wasn't anything crazy last year until the bubble i think no i mean he wasn't like, like had... rookie of the year candidate or anything he he had a very impactful bubble even his numbers probably weren't even as great but what do you, what do you think uh his points this year yeah probably like 11 12 Fifteen. So oh, that's okay. That's super not, bad. That's respect. I, I guess. mean, but he was. What's his shooting stat or his splits? Uh, that is a good question. Well, it, it's got to be somewhere around like. Sorry, 35. I'm. I'm gazing upon this massive daddy Holy long leg. Shit. Yeah, that thing is huge. That is a really big spider. Uh, pardon me while I kill this yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll. You know what? I'll look up Tyler Hero's stats while you do that. Yeah. Here it's coming. It's coming ah! right near it. It's oh coming. My God, near it's it. gonna crunch. In yeah, my hands. yeah. You know, you better get below it before it gets too low. Oh, that's not a daily long leg. That's a spider. That's a spider. Did you get it? I, nope, it fell. Okay. Oh, yep. Uh, well, no. I'm gonna stand up <laughs> for the rest of this. God damn it, Dave! I tried. Well, dude, you, that thing was huge. You should have just let it fall on the napkin. No, you could have just killed it. It won't. It won't come get us. All right, it's fine. Fine. We're fine. But anyway, I'm gonna sit crisscross applesauce. Jason Tatum, though, in the playoffs is looking ridiculous. Yes, he's at. He's put up forty in multiple games. Did they? 50. Did they win last night? They got their ass kicked oh, last okay. night. Wow. I watched a lot of basketball yesterday. Yeah, and I have. We can start with that game from there. The Nets Celtics. Um, yeah. Kevin Durant had 42, Kyrie had 39, and James Harden had 23 and 18. They lost 141 to 126. Jason Shit. Tatum did have 40, the next highest scorer at 16. 
Yikes. So they got destroyed. And Kevin Durant is just unfair to guard. Of course. It's not, it's ridiculous. He is, and there was times yesterday where Steve Nash was playing these guys and they really didn't need to be playing and was just risking it. And Kevin Durant got fouled, not fouled, but like an over the back on him really hard and then came back and hit a three in the next position. You know how many people have, uh, have claimed that Kevin Durant is the second best player in the league? There's good reason for it. Kevin Durant, by the end of it, might be the second best player of all time. By the end of it. Whoa. By the end of it? Whoa. It, it's going to be he close. Pass? Michael? Whoa. Are you kidding me? Whoa. Are you kidding me? Um, Kevin Durant is nuts. Yeah, I get that. He's got, and he also has two rings. Still, he also that has is two rings. Still uh, a lofty statement. If he, well, talent wise, he's already damn near better. Uh, that's, that may be. Yeah. But by the end of it, he's got to get probably two more MVPs, which I don't know if he can do because he might not play a lot. But Kevin Durant well, by the he, end of 31? it, he might be a right? little older. He might be a little older. If he's only that young, then shit. Well, how much younger is he than LeBron? I guess LeBron is probably like 35 or something only, right? Kevin Durant is 32. 32. Okay, so okay. not too far off. It's doable. Maybe, maybe. It's doable. I mean, LeBron James really has what? Because he, he's 36 or 5, maybe. Oh, I don't know. He came into the league as 18-year-old, obviously. So LeBron is not have his age listed on right here. That's LeBronJames.com, founded in 2004. Did you know that? Founded. Right. What an ass. Um, but... But LeBron James, we were talking about that not too long ago. 36. See, he's 36. Damn, he's a lot older than him. Yeah. I mean, realistically, he has four years left. Somewhere on there. And they're, well, I don't know. It's LeBron James. He's fucking insane. He could have 10 years left. Yeah. He could easily have. He's going to play one year with Bronny because it's LeBron. You know he Ugh. is. He is. Ugh. He's going to. That's, that's. Probably one of the most disgusting it's ideas. It's going to happen. Man. 100% going to happen. I'm um, going to call that right now. That's uh, his last year. Is wherever his team gets drafted, they're going to sign LeBron as a free agent. Oh, my God. That's the most LeBron move I can think of. Yeah, that, that would be ugly. It's going to happen. Get Spe- ready for speaking it. Speaking of LeBron, uh, those Suns beat him again. They did. And now it's tied 2-2. It is. And you want to know why? It's because DeAndre Ayton is a Ball. I told you. DeAndre Ayton is nuts, yes. dude. A grown ass man. In yes. fact, he again put up another double double, fourteen and seventeen. He shot only six for eight. He knew his role, kind of thing. He's been going stupid this entire playoff series, right here. Fourteen, twenty-two, twenty-two. The last three games. Where's the other one? He had 14 last night. Yes, 14, 22, 22, 21. How's that for consistency? Okay. Shooting like 10 for 11 on one of those nights, 11 for 13. He's shooting above 70% at least every game. And he's gotten uh, 10 rebounds in all well, of them. Well, and now, didn't, uh, didn't Davis get hurt? Anthony Davis just got hurt. Oh, boy. DeAndre Ayton's going to go stupid. <laughs> and it's going to be now, something. Now we're going to get uh, the Lakers loss. And which in which every media outlet 
gives them the benefit of the doubt because Anthony Davis, Anthony got, Davis got hurt. Right. And it's going to be LeBron's stat line in a loss. That's uh, how they do probably. it. Which is yep. what they did yesterday. I watched the game. After the game, the this final score, 192, right? Yeah, That's what it was. Yeah. Okay? LeBron is leaving as the final buzzer sounds, and they throw his stat line up before anyone else's. Well, I mean, if you look at the stat line, it's LeBron James and everyone else. LeBron, 25 points, with the next highest scorer is Marcus Gasol with 12. I don't care. I don't care. They lost. Show the winning team. All right, ESPN, you've been on this guy's nuts for how many years already? Can he get one game where he loses yeah, dude. to show the other team's you stat know, and, line? And one game? Uh, like Anthony Davis, again, he only played 19 minutes. Well, he got hurt, yeah. He... But, but like, everyone else has to step up from there. There's not a lot on that team. Well, Dennis Schroeder going He's good. three for 13 for eight points. Dennis Schroeder's nice. That's going to fucking... That's going to fuck you up, man. Dennis Schroeder, didn't he just have, like... Uh, Schroeder is a very... He just had, like, a game where he scored, like, 27 points, he, he? He's a very valuable number three on LeBron's team. Sure. That is a very valuable number three option. And I'm glad Wesley Matthews is playing like Wesley Matthews. Yeah, again. exactly. Six he points, can't two do for anything. five. I'm glad he's not on the Bucks In 25 minutes. Either. Oh, my God. There's nothing going on over there. So awful. But Phoenix <laughs> has a chance to dethrone LeBron. I hope. They have a real I chance. I hope. An actual chance. And I think it's going to start with... DeAndre Ayton from now on mm. these next at this series at least and it, because they have one of the now on top of it that big three Chris Paul Devin Booker DeAndre Ayton it's a pretty nice big three squad it's a pretty nice big three and yep. Chris Paul just doesn't lose wherever he is well he just that, doesn't that, win at all. Yeah, he he loses eventually. Well, uh, <laughs> every year the the next year his team gets better. Did we talk about that last week? Did I did I bring that stat yes, up? Yes, you did. Yeah, Chris Paul's nuts. Nuts. Uh, and another uh, series that has tied up is the Lakers or Clippers and Mavericks. Yeah, which, that was a rough one yesterday. My God, uh, dude, both of those teams look great and look terrible at the same time. Well, Luca's hurt. Luca's yes. obviously hurt. He yes. is not playing great. He because he's got this neck strain or something like that. He only had nineteen that led the team. You know what? They got to start making. I was watching this one yesterday. They got to start just letting Kristaps do his thing. Because Kristaps Porzingis, I think, had eight in the first quarter. He looked real good. He had a super smooth shot going yesterday. And then they just started giving the ball to Luka, who obviously was hurt and couldn't hang yesterday, while Kristaps got left in the dust. And also, I love it. Whenever Boban checks in, the fans go fucking crazy in Dallas just because he's the biggest dude on the court. And honestly, Dallas to have a rotation where yep, we're going to have Kristaps 7 foot 3 come out here and then we're going to sub him out and put 7 foot 4 Boban out there. How are they losing any games? That is the most European team of all time. Oh, it's all all especially of them. once you consider like Nowitzki uh being one of the like right. mainstays in he Dallas. He was their guy the whole time. It, that is the most European team of all they time. They do. They do it like that. <laughs> they should really just run out there with Luca, Kristaps and Boban all on the floor. It would just be insane. Ew. There's Kristaps can pull down a 30-foot shot all day if he wants to. Luca can pass it around, and who's getting a rebound over those guys? Again, they need to double down on all their European players. It might be. Go get uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. 
Maybe maybe uh, you could get Dennis Schroeder. He's German. Ooh, okay. you know what I mean? You know what? Just to change things up a little bit and not have like uh, gigantic white guys. Exactly. No, yeah. you got a playmaker. I'm okay with that too. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what it would be. Get the whole squad with your bring back Detlef Shrimp. All right, Detlef you know what Shrimp. I mean? Oh my god! Just get him out of retirement. He could probably still knock down the corner. Three. Have have uh, Manu Ginobili come back as like the coach? Uh, he's Argentinian. Oh, South American. Damn it. You're Yikes. right. Uh, Tony Parker. He's French. There you go. Right? He's an asshole, too, on oh, top of so, it. So, all the more reason. All right. Yeah, it didn't look good for Dallas yesterday. Kawhi looked really good. Paul George actually looked pretty good in the first half as well. Didn't do much after that. The Clippers were supposed to be the right second there. best team right in there. the West, yep. and they're not. They're no. not. They will lose to. They will lose in the next round. They're not better than the Nuggets. They're not better than the Lakers. They're not better than the Suns or the Jazz. Trailblazers. Yeah, the Blazers probably could beat them. They might be better than the Mavs, which might be. I don't think they even are. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll They're have to tied. They're as good as them right yeah. now, as of right now. Yeah, dude, the NBA playoffs is heating up. You it know, is. It's getting know, pretty good. I like watching it right now. You know who's not heating up anymore? Who's that? J. Cole. J. Cole packed it in, baby. Yikes. He, uh, after. Did he retire? Yes. Well, oh, or he, he left the team. What? Yep. Yep. He After, uh, like, what, four games? Uh, for the Rwanda Patriots. Um, what a weird... That's <laughs> uh, just the wrong... No. Three appearances in total in 45... Wait, 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 wait. In how many minutes? 45 minutes. Okay, how many points did he score in 45 minutes? Or are we doing the points per game? No. Which stat do you have? I have total. Total points. Yep. In 45 minutes... 12. Oh, oh, Thomas, you're so nice. In 45 minutes, J. Cole's, uh, 45 minutes of three appearances, J. Cole's stat lines is five points, five oh. rebounds, and three assists. How many turnovers? Uh, that I don't have. Damn it. But it's got to be more than that. For the, for the Rwanda Patriots. Yeah. He, um, five, five, and three in 45 minutes. That's like almost. That's like halfway to a that's, triple double. You know what? That's like Wesley Matthew numbers. <laughs> Maybe. Like, yeah, he might be able to do yeah. it. Or Tony Snell back in the day. Yeah. Yikes. He, why um, didn't? Why pull this? Why pull this, man? It's ridiculous. He was pretty trash, and he he has now left the team for quote family issues, mm. uh, aka you suck, suck at basketball. Yeah, J Cole. J Cole. What? Why? Why? At least his new album was good. I mean, his new album, I like a couple songs on there. He's got Lil Baby on there, too. Sure. You know what I mean? You can you can have them. I guess. I hope. I, hope. I just, it's just never going to be Forest Hill Drives again. You know, that was a great one. Uh, I just wish we could get a great crying J. Cole meme. Oh, like a crying Jordan yes. face, but with J. Cole? Yes. I, what was it? Dude. I really want to know his stat line, like, completely. We better have that for next week. I want to know what it was. And now here's the real question. Do the Patriots retire his jersey? Because <laughs> oh it's God. Jake Cole. You know what I mean? <laughs> they might. He's definitely getting his jersey retired. Hell yeah. What? In Rwanda? That was probably the coolest shit they've had happen in Rwanda ever. Since, like, the hotel. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. Let's um. We're gonna go back to baseball. 
and uh, we're going to try to finish things up a little bit over here. And we're going to talk about the absolute travesty of these new era baseball hats. I don't know why you're so down on these hats. You like these. I don't like them, but they're not the worst thing I've ever seen. They are the worst thing I've ever seen. I, they they have literally done these before. They're never been this ugly, have they? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they've okay, ever been Okay, go ahead. Explain ugly. these hats. So, they're called the local market hats. Alright? And the, the whole thing is... These MLB teams are kind of representing their city on a hat, right? Mainly with uh, landmarks or important things that you would kind of recognizable to the city and area codes on the city on the hat. Now, some of them don't look terrible. Okay, I will admit to that. I kind of like the Cubs one. I think the Cubs one right here, it's a little Chicago flag on the side, will, you know... What is that, Shamrock over there, Four Leaf Clover? It's a little bit simple, and there's enough area codes where it's even, and it looks all right. I also think the Brewers one couldn't, could be worse. I don't like it more than that one, but it could have been worse. Some of these are just awful. I mean, just terrible, all right? For instance, this Baltimore Orioles one. Look at this right here, Okay. Got the area codes on the side. I don't know what that is. The ship is that? Is that a? Is that the Mayflower on that thing? Is that where they landed in Baltimore? I, no. I thought it was Jamestown. <laughs> exactly. What is that? A crab on the side. Okay. And then Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe is hey, on man. the is on the hat. Where do you think the ravens come from? I don't care that it's from the poem and not the bird. All right. That is the stupidest thing I said. How about the Rays who put the wrong area code on it? How about that? What? They have... Where? What is the... Where is it? I just saw it right here. I'll find it. Give me a second. They put... Um, so the Tampa Bay Rays put the Tampa Bay area code 813 on it. And the stadium is in 727. Yeah, but that is that not Tampa Bay? Is Tampa Bay the eight one three? Right. Okay. But the the field is in seven two seven. Yeah, but they're Tampa Bay. So I what is that? What why I'm do just teams saying, do that? Yeah, too? That's ridiculous that teams are doing that as well. Because just if you're gonna represent a city, that's like New York though, with the Giants and the Jets, they play in Jersey, right? I think these are all disgusting. They're just terrible. Well, again, it could be worse. What is that? Just a random saxophone yeah. and the French flag? What What's going on there? That, on the Royals French? one. Is that French? I, isn't no. that what the French flag looks like? No, there's something in the middle of that. There's a... That is... I don't know what that is. Is that, oh, a, is that an a, anatomically a, correct female genitalia? That's can, what it looks like. Maybe it's the Kentucky flag. Or Missouri, right? It's Kansas City. Never mind. Yikes! I I saw the the blue K. That's what I got caught up on. The saxophone, yeah, but like just Missouri, in the middle man. Of it. Missouri's got a lot of a big jazz area a and big. Hey for man, the barbecue. Uh, look again. It could be worse. You could be the the Boston Braves in 1914 that had a swastika on their hat. Oh well, that's fair enough. But it's also before you know World War II, so that's different. Was I guess 
I don't, I'm trying to find. These, I'm trying to find. Look at, there's a hot dog on the Nationals one here. <laughs> Just to go, come on. Although some of the memes that people have been making with this are pretty good, they've been pretty solid. Uh, for instance, the Houston Astros have been getting like trash cans put on their hats instead <laughs> of, you know. There's uh like for instance look at right there. There actually is a rocket right there and they took it out and put a trash can. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. Or how about this Detroit Tiger one? Only one person batting above three hundred, no playoff appearances since twenty fourteen, <laughs> and they're forty seven and hundred and fourteen record. Yikes. Yeah. Or this Cincinnati Reds one. Mm. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. You guys can look up that one on your own. I won't mention that. But that was a good one. I liked that one, too. I don't know, man. I guess at first I kind of thought they were going to make uniforms out of these. And holy shit would I have been mad. Because there is no way. It's just like patches all over. That would have been so stupid, man. It would have been so stupid. But it, well, at least we got those sick White Sox uniforms. The White Sox uniforms were sick. Those Southside. were sick. Those were good. The uh, pinstripes. I uh, I do see a lot of uh, haters in Chicago about it, but I believe they're all Cubs fans. So. Oh, that, that has to be. <laughs> they, there's no way. No one hated those jerseys. I tweeted it out. I had to. Yeah. Those, were, those yeah. were some sick jerseys, man. I uh, get it. Uh, one more follow-up of bad hat designs. The uh, LA Angels from 61 to 1970 had a literal halo built into it. On the top? Yeah. Yikes. That's pretty fucking terrible. Why is it so jagged? Well, it's I not even a good old, I guess. I mean, it's from... Still. It's, it's literally uh, 70 years ago. That's got to be playing a dangerous game with the guy upstairs, there. too, right? Just putting a halo on top of your hat. You're, you're like claiming solidify- some big That's what I mean. Teams. You know what I mean? Angels in the outfield. Ooh. That's what the movie was based off of. <laughs> Where did you think nice. I was going with that? Like, oh, wow, way to come up with. Oh, wait, that's right. That's a movie. All right. Now, well, this is our last segment for today. We're going to talk about, if you haven't noticed in the NBA playoffs, the fans have been complete assholes yeah. just the entire time. Yesterday, Kyrie Irving had a bottle thrown at him. That ch- uh, that fan has now been charged with aggravated assault. I know. Way. They put his name out on the radio yeah. today and everything. They do not that, care. That, He's also 21. Hmm. Yikes. In band for life. Yikes. Probably That's from any any uh, sporting event in Boston. So tragic. I mean, there's someone who's like my age doing that. Woo! Yikes. So, uh, yes, we, we're going to talk about uh, previous fan incidents. Mm-hmm. I am going to step things up a little bit, though. We are going to do this uh, as a draft. Oh. We should draft our top five fan incidences in sports. Okay. I like that. Yes. I like and that we're going a lot. To, we're going to make this a little bit different. Rather than just talking about it, we're going to go with with a, a, a squad. A squad what? of yeah. fan incidences. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, how are we going to determine the first overall pick? You know what? You, I, I did spring this on, uh, on you, so I will be okay if you feel comfortable enough to go first. Okay, and these are just all not necessarily the worst moments, just the moments with sports. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they can be they can be good either, or bad. They can be uh, both as far as severity in the no no. I want bad. 
I want bad ones. Only bad? Yeah. Ah, okay. I want bad ones. I think that that is the most fair. Considering we had the popcorn incident with Russell Westbrook uh, last week. The water bottle. We had uh, uh, Trey Young just getting verbally assaulted and then taking it back at the fans, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Spike Lee. Yes. Uh, So, like, the past week with fan interaction has been wild. And I think that uh, a draft of fan interaction or fan craziness is is a given. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you have something where you want to, like, uh, expound upon your ideas, I will totally hear this and we can come to a yay or nay because there are, are a couple that I think you could be broad spectrum on that. Okay. Okay. I'll start it off right, right away first then. First overall pick. Uh, yeah, this has, this is my first overall pick. It's probably got to be the easiest one. I'm going Malice at the Palace, baby. All right. That's totally fair. The that, Malice at the, at the Palace is like... That was that was massive. That was really a huge thing. Ron Artest pretty much ruined his career from there. Like, had a couple of productive years after that. Well, but... I mean, he, won a, he won titles later on with, uh, with L.A. Yeah, but a less important role. Yeah, Ron Artest was a guy back in the day. On there's the a lot of them over that, there. But, like, what, Jermaine O'Neal kind of ruined his career exactly. over there. Exactly, and, and that, was, that was a big deal. And, and they you started... know what? You know who, who really, like, career has got ruined because of that? It was Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. That was Reggie Miller's best year of winning a title, and it all got lost because of that game, because of the number of guys. What uh, was Gerald Green or Gerald Wallace? Is that one of the two in that as well? Uh, I always get a mix up. It might have been Ben Wallace or Rashid no, Wallace. No, 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 no. Weren't they playing the? the they Pistons? were, but they didn't. They didn't get uh, tossed because of. That. Oh, from the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember now. But oh. Malice at the Palace. It's got to be number one. That is uh, a pretty safe bet. That's not my number one. Okay. Because I have heard of this uh, one many a times. I Obviously, this is before my time, but Ten Cent Beer Night. Mm-hmm. I have that one me, over here. Uh, the 1974 Cleveland Indians holding a promotion in their ballpark. <laughs> All the beer they could drink, with each beer being 10 cents. And it was a bad idea. They had to stop the game after... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a player, uh, Mike Hargrove, was struck by a hot dog while in the field. <laughs> <laughs> Got the glizzy thrown at him. And for some reason, never attempted again. No, probably Why? can't. Can't do that. <laughs> I get it. I that get to it. me, that to me is the number one overall pick. Though Malice at the Palace is is right up there as if well. If they did 10 cent beer night in Milwaukee, maybe it would be worse than if they did it in Ohio. <laughs> I will I will agree to that. That would be that would be up there. Well, I got the number 2 pick. Yeah. No, no, my number 2 pick, third pick overall. I feel like this is a pretty good uh spot to pick this one. Steve Bartman. Uh, yeah, that would that's got to be where I would go there too. That's a pretty safe bet as um, well. Just what a terrible guy to have that happen to. Like wearing headphones, looking like he's sitting alone because his other people went to go grab beer when he went. Hey, man. Yeah, hey Steve man. Bartman. Can you blame him? I'd probably be in the same situation. Hell yeah, I would have tried to catch that ball. I think most people would. Everyone would have tried to catch that ball. Yeah. It's BS that everyone's mad at him. But it's just funnier because it's the Cubs. Well, and it's, it's kind of recent. It's not BS. But at the same point... It's the Cubs. They deserved it. Yeah, whatever. They Moise, got their title. Moise Alou played for them. Like, come on. <laughs> no one even remembers him there. 
Uh, all right, my number three. I'm going to go with the band on the field. This is your number two. Oh, sorry, number two. Oh, during the college football game? Yes. Mm, okay. With, that, uh, with uh, like, Cal and, and Stanford, right? The right. Stanford marching yep. band being caught on the field. Mm-hmm. Wow, as uh, as Cal is is taking an interception for the field goal. Oh, no, that interception, right? What was it? It was a kick uh, return. Kick return for the yes. field goal. Uh, field goal for the touchdown and thus winning the game. Yeah, that that video never gets old. No, it's crazy. They're oh my god, the band's on the field. You you get the hell off! Get out of here! Right, and they're just all freaking out, <laughs> and there's just they're all getting run over and shit. What were they doing? I dude, that is probably. One of the funniest videos I've ever seen. You think that instructor or what is it? Band director got fired right away. I would. Had to have. I would Had to have. There's no way. You can't let that happen. All right. My number three pick. I'm going back to Chicago. Disco demolition night, baby. (laughs) All right. July 12th, 1979. Fans were sold tickets for 99 cents if they bought a disco record to be blown up on the field. And uh, Chicago decided to blow up disco records between games of a doubleheader. And the explosion from the blast ruined the field. And when the field was, you know, getting messed up, 39 people were arrested because they just started storming it. And the White Sox were forced to forfeit the game. One of the saddest (laughs) sights I've seen that I have ever been a part of a ballpark in my life. This garbage of demolition... Demolishing a record has turned into a fiasco, Jimmy Persol once said when he was calling it as it was going on. <laughs> he was pissed. And it's kind of BS the White Sox had to forfeit the game because of a promotion, but at the same time, makes sense. Makes sense. I, I get it. I would uh, probably, also, that's probably got to be a rule right? uh, somewhere in there. Uh, screw Disco. Um, definitely deserved to get blown up. That anyway, was a, yeah. Was a, a great. We, we didn't catch the boogie fever. No. No. Well, yeah, no. No. Uh, can I go broad with this next pick, next draft pick, and just say Philadelphia? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Is this uh, after the Super Bowl? Just any anything it, Philadelphia. It, I'm going with all of Philadelphia fans in general. Mm. They are easily the worst fans out there. Maybe. 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 Come on. They are they are oh, terrible. Oh, I don't really like them Bears fans. You know. Well, I, mean? I get it. They might be awful as well, but they're not. They're not the Philadelphia crowd. Every time, uh, how many times have you heard instances of Philadelphia being literally uh, the worst fan base of all time? Ryan Howard got a beer bottle thrown at him during a game. Yeah, that was. Remember Ryan Howard? They, they beat up uh, the Chiefs mascot that one time. <laughs> you never heard that? No. Yeah, in 1983, they beat up Chief Z. Yikes. Yeah. They, Yikes. They, they beat him up in the parking lot, man. Two attackers plus two others assaulted him. They broke his leg and he had to use a wheelchair and crutches for the rest of the year. <laughs> or the time they booed Donovan McNabb when they drafted him. Okay, well, if you take Philadelphia, can I take at a Flyers game something that happened? <laughs> If you got a specific one. I have a specific okay. moment okay. from when it was. All right. It was in the penalty box with T. Domi. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I know which one that is. Yep. He broke the penalty box, shattered the glass, and started punching a fan because he was getting heckled back in March 29, 2001. In Philadelphia again. So this is just adding tears. But anytime a player just wants to throw hands with a fan, I kind of like it. I'm kind of down for it. Because you know what? All these fans are doing all this because they wouldn't do it to their face. You know what I mean? And these all are guys who are professional athletes chiseled by the Greek gods' bodies chiseled themselves. by the Greek You know gods. what I mean? So anytime a, a player's like, let's go then, they, they shut up pretty quick. And... <laughs> I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny. You you think it's funny that they just like beat the crap out of each other? Well, especially with a hockey guy. Like who if you're going to a hockey game, you better know how to fight just off the rip. Probably. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're gonna talk shit to a hockey guy, who they're not gonna throw hands? That's all they do. The sport is half throwing hands. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, I I guess. It, 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 the last group of people I want to get in, like into a fight with. Oh, is... hell no. O-linemen, hockey guys. Right there. Boom. <laughs> That's uh, the order. Alright. My um, my next one is going to be Monica Sellis getting stabbed at a tennis event. Jesus. You I never, don't know about this. You never heard that? This is no. like one of the most famous incidences of all time. Of all time. Oh, I think so. What I was thought... her name? Monica, Monica Sellis. Sellis. Yeah, Monica Sellis was a tennis player. And in 93, was literally the top women's tennis player. Uh, number one ranked female player. Had won three consecutive French Open titles at mm. that time. Uh, that women's tennis I watch. It, hey, man. Sorry. Women's Just tennis saying. is good. Serena Williams. Maria Sharpova. That's about it. That's all I got. Oh, my God. You're terrible. I'm sorry. But during a match in Hamburg, uh, Celis was stabbed. I've been there. In her back. Yikes. During a break between games. By a crazed uh, Stephanie Graff fan. Why would you... Who takes it that serious? You yeah. stab the other person? Stabbed. Stabbed. And it's then, like hate behind that. Like shooting? Like, I'd, like I don't want to get stabbed. I'd rather just 
Quick, easy, boom. She was only 20 years old. And they stabbed her? They stabbed her. Took oh, her, my God. Took her two years to get back into tennis. I believe it. I, stabbed in the not back. Not just physical, but I would assume, like, mental and right. emotional Yeah, who would want to even go back out with fans that you have no idea who they are anymore at this point? Dude. And, and uh, understandably, she was not the same person when she came back, either. She had never really kind of found that form... But like you could watch that. Go and go and look at the Monica Sells incident. Mm. You want to see a person get stabbed in the back? I'm good. I'm good. I'll believe you. <laughs> All right, my last pick. I'm uh I'm gonna take this one, and I think this is the steal of the draft. I'm just taking Bill's Mafia. Oh, that's yeah. a great one. I'm just taking that's Bill's a great Mafia. Pick. See, okay, if I'm allowed to go with uh, Philadelphia yeah, fans, that's why going I, with Bill's fans is a great. That's pick. that's mine. Right Ooh, there. that is a good one. I um I don't know if anyone like if it has to be bad. To some people, maybe it is, but to me, lighting a table on fire and jumping through yep. it like every Sunday, uh, that's dude, the best. I'm really I'm really down on myself that I didn't think that. I, yeah, I was I, like, I just thought of it. Fans? I was like, yeah, yeah that's, that's a great what I pick. Mean. Oh no, Big dude! Pick getting Bill's Mafia, dude. That's a they that... got to be the best fans in football right now, right up there, yeah. if not. And they get more lit than anyone I know. Easily, easily, easily. All right, for my final pick, I think this one's a pretty good steal too. When you uh, consider the legacy, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Michael O'Brien. Do you know who that is? That is the guy of who owns O'Brien Industries. <laughs> O'Brien Industries. That sounds like a name. He is the first documented streaker of all time in history of sports. What a guy. Right? What a legend. Do you see what I'm saying? That's Michael pretty good. O'Brien. That's a pretty good pickup too, right? We should, we should put him in the header of Down the Wire now too. <laughs> all right. uh, you, I mean, do you want it? It's honestly a pretty great photo. Oh, no. No, it zoomed in too much. Okay. Oh, Whoa. Under what? Uh, what did it zoom it in? It like on? reset on itself. Oh, okay. But, but like, tell me that's not a great photo. Yeah, we should put that in the head. It's, it's literally a guy that kind of has like a Jesus appeal to him with a bowler hat or like a, a police bobby hat over Covering his up the, hat. yeah. That's great. What, when was this? Uh, 1974, a rugby match in London, England. That's the first yeah. guy ever, nineteen seventy four. I feel like that's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah that's kind of late for a streaker. O'Brien did but, it, you know. It was Batman. the it was the seventies. You know, everyone was starting new stuff in the seventies. You know what I mean? And this dude came out on top. Let me tell you, O'Brien did it on a bet, right? Yeah, which he won, obviously, of course. But then was fined for the exact same amount that he bet on. Okay, yeah, so that's he, what it is. Yeah, he he literally just won fame. Yeah. And there were nearly 50,000 people at this event. Yeah. Think about it. He has started so much. He's and, done a lot. Fact, He's done just... more for the sport, sports world in baseball probably since 1974 than Rob Manfred has. So I, I'll get down with that. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, too, uh, we just had the first streaker at a baseball game for the season. Uh, nice. Past year, uh, past there it two. is. See? So, fun facts. He's the guy who does it. Michael O'Brien. Yeah, every time you pull your weenies out on the field, just remember Michael O'Brien. He did this so that he walked so you guys could run. He sacrificed so much for us. (laughs) We're getting into dangerous (laughs) territory here. Okay. All right. That was a little. We're right at that time. 
You know what I mean? Near the end of it again. Yeah. That was a good draft at the fun. end there. I like yeah, that. that. We fun. should draft some more. We can do that. We can do... Ooh. There's a lot of, lot of good drafts. Draft season now for down the wire. Because nothing else is going on in sports. Literally. I mean, we got to come up with some shit. Oh, my God. There's <laughs> NBA playoffs you, are great. I messaged you this morning, like, what are we doing? Maybe I can get into playoff <laughs> hockey. I don't know. I probably should. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. Stanley Cup playoffs are easily the best playoffs out there. I just don't watch hockey. I know. I, know. I get I it. should get into it. I should. I, I agree. But, yeah, baseball is at, like, game 50, so we still got a long way to go in that. And the NFL is going to be dead until hopefully by next week Aaron Rodgers is talked and is traded or said that if Julio Jones is here, I will stay for 20 more years. Maybe. So that would be the best case scenario probably. A couple of quick hits. Quick hits. Uh, One, Detroit Lions. Did you see they're bringing in Todd Gurley? Gross. At, to do like a workout, so they haven't. He's signed not on yet. the Falcons anymore. Still, no, 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 dude, he's gone. What useless, useless career? Hey, I mean, well, just... useless for them. I mean, he's not useless career wise. Dude had one good year. Stop it. One good year. Uh, Adam Vinatieri. He hung up the the boots on the Pat McAfee show. All time leading scorer. The NFL's all time leading scorer. As from South Dakota. Good for him. What a guy. Uh, Zach Plesak, did you hear what happened to him? I didn't. He hurt himself by aggressively ripping off his shirt. Mm. <laughs> Yikes. That's, uh, that's the most baseball injury I've ever heard, too. <laughs> it's just a gr- well, that, that's just hilarious. I think Jonathan Lucroy dropped a suitcase on his hand and broke it. On his it. toe, wasn't his, it? Uh, something like that. Yeah, that, that's like, another one. How does that... Oh, or Blake you Snell. Know that could be a... Blake Snell slipped in the shower. That could be another He was definitely draft. just... In the a shower. Bad, you know, I mean, he was just in the shower. Good for him. Yeah, I think uh, so. But bad sports injuries, we could draft that one. Ooh, yeah, like that's next ones. week. That's yeah. next week. Okay. Uh, and finally, Frank, oh my God, let me attempt to pronounce this name. Frank Mazzicato. 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 Uh, East Catholic High School in uh, Hartford uh, through his fourth no-hitter in a row. In high school. Holy shit. Yeah, Connecticut High School. Uh, Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, I got that. Yep. Four no-nos. In uh, a row. Also, they did him dirty on this article uh, because look at his picture. It's <laughs> uh, like he, sloth. He is literally trying to catch bugs in his mouth right it's now. It's not looking good. Um, but yes. Let me, I'll get a couple of my quick oh, hits go ahead, out go here on. real quick. Rest in peace, Mark Eaton. Bike accident. That one's pretty tough. Monster human, only 64 years old. Rest in peace, Mark Eaton. Julius Randle, pick it up if you want to beat the Hawks, man. Shoot one. They're sh- down. Shooting 24% this series. Ew. Yikes. Andre Igudala, the streak is over. This is officially going to be the first finals without Andre Igudala in it in six years. Damn. So everyone talks about LeBron. LeBron. Well, he did it eight years, but still. Everyone talks about LeBron. Put some respect on Iggy's name. And uh, Hilo Castronovis. Sure. Fourth, that, that definitely helped you. Hi, Hilo. Hilo. I, I think his name is Hilo. Hilo. Uh, Helio. Helio. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, no. That's that's Helio Castronovis. Uh, what did I say? I pretty uh, much. Just... I didn't realize who you were. Anyway, of. fourth Indy 500 title. Congratulations. And last thing, Juju Smith-Schuster, crazy, talking shit to James Harrison, and James Harrison, nothing but love, though, son. 
has nothing to say for him <laughs> because he would kill him so yeah, fast. Still, that would be it. All right, that was episode 17 of Down the Wire. Make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts, or listen to us on thechairshot.com. And we'll see you next week. We don't have an outro! Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.